We are in Come Follow Me, week 43, which is Jeremiah to the end and Lamentations 1 and 3. And the thought I had um, as I studied this is missionary work and the role of mothers. And it really ties in last week to that story I shared about my sister in the temple and when she wanted to be done with her calling as young woman's president and just heard the spirit say to her, will you, will you also go away? And I think as I have talked to friends, as I walk with them and we Marco Polo back and forth, all of us are in this same kind of period in our life where we really are wondering, all of our kids are grown and gone. And as we watch them and they aren't patterning what they saw in our home, it's easy to think we did something wrong, that somehow we didn't do this whole motherhood thing correctly. And the thing that I'm starting to realize is across the board, I don't know anyone who all of their kids have patterned what they saw in their home. In fact, I don't know anyone who has anyone <laughs> patterning what they saw their parents do. All of my friends um, express concern that they're not seeing either scripture reading daily or they're not seeing family home evening or come follow me or going to the temple. There's a concern in everything and it really causes us to sit and think, but we did all of that, so why? And there has to be a reason. There's got to be a reason. And as I taught my lesson in Sunday School Sunday, one of the things that was so sweet to me is I testified to these kids what a blessing it was for me to grow up in a very black and white world where I knew what I needed to do so that my world was white. I knew the answers. I knew the path. I could see clearly the tree. Their world is very gray. And while they can go at the, at the touch of their fingertips and find answers, they can't trust that those answers are true. Um, there's so much out there and it's very hard for them to discern truth from error. And it feels like this mist of darkness that Lehi saw. And they're having to really hold to and walk through this mist of darkness to try and find the tree. And so I just, as I read these, these chapters, what really stood out to me is these feelings that Jeremiah had are very similar to what so many of my friends as mothers feel. And so I want to spotlight some of these verses. So start in chapter 30, verse 5. It says, We have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, not of peace. And the opposite of faith is fear. And I think so often the world wants us to fear, but I know more than that Satan wants us to fear. And because that moves us away from the peace and the faith of the gospel. And then jump down to 17. It says, I will restore health unto thee. I will heal thee of thy wounds. 22, and ye shall be my people and I will be your God. 
That is the voice of faith. Okay, now chapter 31, verse 3. Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And as a mother, I know that love. I know the minute I had my children, it was born in my heart. And there is not a thing they could do. Bad choices, wrong choices, sin, nothing removes that love. It may cause grief. It may cause heavy heart, but it never removes my love. And if I feel that, and it talks about this everlasting love, how much more the Lord fills that. Verse 9, they shall come with weeping and with supplications, and I will lead them, and I will cause them to walk by rivers of water in a straight path, in a straight way wherein they shall not stumble. And I love this when it talks about they shall come with weeping. If you look at the footnote, that is tears of joy because they have returned to the path. The Lord has led them to this straight path. Verse 12, and they shall not sorrow any more. 13, I will turn their mourning into joy and will comfort them and make them rejoice from their sorrow. The world offers sorrow and heaviness, and I will turn that morning to joy. That is the Lord. 14, and they will be satisfied with my goodness. I love that. 16, for thy work shall be rewarded, saith the Lord. And as a mother, what that means to me is every effort I make, everything I have done, every work that I have undertake to make sure that we had scriptures, family home evening, come follow me, prayer, fasting, attending the temple will be rewarded. I may not know how, but it is his promise and it will come. And then jump down to 31. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. That is the gospel, 33. And I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God, and they shall be my people. And this is all to come, 34. For they shall all, that's every single person, they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest, saith the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. They turn to chapter 36. And I love this so much. Okay, this is where we turn um, to kind of this role of motherhood, but missionary work. Okay, and so in 36, he commands Baruch, or he asks Baruch, this scribe, Jeremiah does the prophet, to write this, to take a roll of a book, verse 2, and write in all the words that I have spoken to you. And then he says, the reason is, verse 3, that they will return every man from his evil way and I will forgive their iniquity and sin. He's hoping, here's this one last chance, write it all down, read to them and see if they'll return and the Lord will forgive them. And then go to um, verse 5, Jeremiah says, I am shut up, I'm in prison, I can't do it, but you can. And verse 6, read the roll which thou hast written from my mouth, the words of the Lord in the ears of the people. 
And in verse 8, Baruch the son of Neriah did according to all Jeremiah the prophet commanded him. Okay, so you think it's hard for Jeremiah to be the prophet and stand and says, the Lord says to do this. The thought I had as I taught Sunday school is, if the prophet said to you, I can't, you go do it, would you? Would you stand and declare the words of the prophet in the ears of the people? If he was thrown in prison and if he couldn't and was terrified for his life, would you? And the thought I had is you do as missionaries, you do as parents, we do in all that we do in the world today. That's what we are asked to do is to declare, to post, to share, to be a missionary and to declare the words the prophets and the apostles have said. Baruch goes to all the people in verse 10 and declares it. It's this holy day, so there's tons of people gathered and he says it. And while he's there, these princes are there and they hear it and they call them to come and speak to him and he comes. He's not afraid, he comes and declares it. They say, tell us, and he does. And then in 16, it says they were afraid, which means they had respect to the message. And they tell him to go and hide. And then they tell the king. And what does the king do? He takes it and he burns it. They cut it up in little pieces and burn it in the fire. And he, it tells us in verse 24, yet they were not afraid. That means the king and the people that heard it. And they burned it. Neither would they hear the word. Then took Jeremiah another roll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, had burned in the fire. And I'm saying that wrong. And they were added besides to them like words. And he wrote it all. And he did not fear for his life, but he did the message again. And I just thought of President Nelson's message to us in this last conference. And this is what he ended his talk Sunday afternoon. He gave an apostolic blessing, a prophetic blessing to us. And these were the things he said. I bless you, number one, to overcome this world like the Savior did. Number two, with increased faith to draw upon Jesus Christ's power. Number three, to discern truth from error. Number four, to care more about the things of God than the things of the world. Number five, to see the needs of those around you. And number six, to strengthen those you love. And I thought of our missionaries and mothers. Isn't that our job? Is to focus on the things of God and to continue to strengthen those and see the needs of those around you as a missionary and strengthen those you love as a missionary and as a mother and to care more about the things of God than the things of the world and to continue the work and know the reward will come after this life. And so I want to go to Lamentations in chapter 3 and some of these verses so touched me in 32. And this is why. And it says... 32, but though he caused grief, and I crossed out cause and put allows, and it's talking about the Lord, 
But though he allows grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he doth not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. The reason he allows it is so that all of this divisiveness, all of this hardship, so that we will turn and desire him. It is the only place we will find lasting happiness and peace. And so not getting discouraged, not being fearful, but seeing that there is a plan and having faith. And 48 and 49, I love this. Mine eyes runneth down with rivers of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. He weeps. It isn't that he watches and thinks we deserve it. It isn't that he watches and glories in it. It is that he knows it will cause us to turn. My eye trickled down and ceaseth not. Peace comes from following the Savior. And I thought of the time that I was praying about one of my children and fasting and just really crying to the Lord. It had been years that they had been away from the gospel and something very tragic was happening. And I was very just pouring out my heart to God. And the Spirit said to me, can you rejoice? And it brought back the story of Alma the Younger. He can't speak and he can't um, move any of his limbs. So I often refer to that like being in a coma. And he's being taught by the Spirit. So I feel like that's what it is. But his father calls all his friends and all the people of the church. And he has them pray with him. And he rejoices in this miracle that's happening. He trusts God. He knows that his prayers are finally being answered. And Alma is receiving God's instruction in his life. And I loved that from God. Can you rejoice? Can you trust me? And that is so beautiful. And so if you go back to Jeremiah 33, Verse 1, it says, The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the second time while he was shut up in the court of the prison, saying, and I love that because I thought of Joseph Smith in the Liberty Jail and how that is referred to as a temple experience. Such a refining for him. Number 3, or verse 3, sorry, Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty Things. And President Nelson said we would have greater things shown to us than have ever been shown in the history of the world. Verse 8, I will cleanse them from all their iniquity and I will pardon them. And then I love this to end verse 11, the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and that will come. So have faith and have peace, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Will thou also go away? To whom would we go? So continue. Thank heavens, Jeremiah continued. Even though he thought in 40 years of preaching, no one heard a huge aha for me this time was realizing if not for Jeremiah, we would not have Lehi. And if we didn't have Lehi, we wouldn't have Nephi and we wouldn't have Jacob and we wouldn't know Alma and we wouldn't know Moroni and we wouldn't know the Book of Mormon. 
How thankful I am for the prophet Jeremiah, whose words could not be kept within him. They burned in his heart. And so like Jeremiah, we want to be that as parents, as mothers, and as missionaries. The, burn, the word burns in our heart, and we have to share. We cannot be kept from sharing. And we trust God, and we trust his plan, and we trust that it will all work out and that all will know someday. Abinadi thought no one knew, but Alma heard. Or no one accepted his word, but Alma did. We don't know who will hear and how they will come back as Alma the Younger. I seem to remember one Jesus Christ who my father had testified of. But we can trust the prophet's words. And we can trust that God has a plan and that someday all will know. How thankful I am for that message and that encouragement in the, in the book of Jeremiah. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.